0: Welcome to the Moonlight of Amuna, Parshish Hazinu, Sukkis. We're, we're in those days, the day after Yom Kippur, the days between Yom Kippur and Sukkis. Today's learning should be a schus for a fuish lema, for Chanamash, bas vilcher, rats bas rochos, newel jazam, becham chavam, rachmorachem rafirchai, bas tovah, fryim ben yafa, michai ben sarah, chop per bas chanaserel, and linish bas heni bas chil mechel. So let's make a little bit of a, uh, an idea, connection between Hazinu and these days that we find ourselves and how we approach the umtim of Sukkah, uh, Sukkis and. Uh, Try to keep it a little short today, um, but uh, let's, see what, let's see what we can what we can learn. The second Pesach in Parsh Azinu, right? Moshe opens up Parsh Azinu. Hazinu Shemayi Rifi, right? Give to ear, O heavens, and I will speak, and may the earth hear the words of my mouth. And then the Pesach says, Yarev kamoter Likki, May my teachings drop like the rain. Tizal Katal Imrasi, May my utterance flow like the dew. So what does that mean? It's First he's comparing it to rain, and then he's comparing it to the dew. So what, what's happening over here? So just a cute, a short, not cute, cute's the wrong word, a short idea, a very powerful idea, uh, considering the period of time we're in, yesterday in Yom Kippur, we all sat there and we took, uh, we, 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 we fervently believed, we, we sincerely made a pledge that we're going to learn Torah differently, we're going to serve Hashem differently this year, we're going to be better this year, and we want that to continue, and Sukkot is really the transition from Rosh Hashanah to, and, and, and Yom Kippur to, uh, to a, a relationship with Hashem, which we'll get back to in a few minutes, but here the idea is that... I saw this in the Sefer Ezer Elio, He says that when a person wants to enter into Avoida and Torah, a new a new lease on his service of Hashem, a new lease on learning Torah, it's it it's a little it it starts off difficult, right? I, it, in the past, maybe I didn't learn the way I should, or I didn't learn as much as I should, or I didn't learn with the dedication that I should. I didn't daven the way I should. I didn't serve Hashem the way I sh- should. So it's a little bit difficult. Like rain, see, rain is very good. We know that rain is gr- very good for the world, but rain can also be difficult when you have a few rainy days, like we had earlier. This this week uh, a few rainy days it, it starts to become a little depressing if people are traveling rain is very difficult so a person sets out on his new path in in the Hashem in his new in his new commitment to learning his new commitment to davening his new commitment to stucco all these things it's a little bit different uh, difficult I'm sorry it's a little bit difficult for him right but after a little bit of time the pasuk is promising Yarov kamot my teachings drop like rain when you start with this new commitment it starts off like rain but tizal katal imrasi but then it'll flow like the dew the Beginning when it first drops, it's like it's like rain. It could be a little difficult, as much as we know it's good for us. But dew, dew is always great. Dew comes every day. We know the Gemara tells us that dew never stops. Dew is something that's always good. After the, what Moshe Rabbeinu, what the Torah is promising is us. Yes, your your new commitment that you made yesterday on Yom Kippur, it might be a little difficult for the first few days, the, the first little bit of time. But stick with it, and once you get used to it, it's going to be like tal. It's going to be like dew. That even the people who are traveling are happy happy with it, and it comes with. No no tzar at all. You have to just give it a little bit of time. That first rain could be difficult, but then you'll ha- it'll be like due to you, and you won't, you, can, you won't be able to believe that you lived without it. And that's really the transition to Sukkot. We know that the days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot can be a little hectic, right? We have a lot of things to do. We got to finish our sukkahs. We got to buy our arba minim. We have to prepare. The women have to cook. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in these days, especially this year. There's a Shabbos in between, so you don't even have. You have you have, you have one full day, uh, Thursday, and then you have an erev Shabbos, and then Shabbos, and an erev Yom It's a busy few days but it's busy with mitzvahs it's busy with things so it might feel a little bit like rain but we stick through it and then we'll see on the first day first night of Sukkas, when we're sitting in our sukkah and we're enjoying Hashem's hug which we'll get to in a minute the sukkah is Hashem's hug to us uh, it's beautiful then it's like tal so that's already hinted to in this week's parsha. Now let's talk a little bit, a little bit about the transition, transition from Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which are days of awe. That's what they're called in English. Days of awe. These are days of yes, of course there's Simcha on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, but they're very serious days. They're days that um, are a little bit scary. We were being judged. We know that they're a little bit of, a little scary. And right afterwards we come to Sukkot, and this is no accident. So I saw in the Sefer Yosha Divri Emes from Mishul of of I don't even know how to pronounce the t- the town, Mizeborish, something like that. Okay, anyway, but the Yosef Divrei Emes he says that after these days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur uh, it's on purpose that Hashem gives us sukkahs everything is created exactly at the right time right and he quotes he quotes uh he quotes the pasuk in Shir that says the pasuk at Perchess pasuk Gimel Shir Hashirim says ta'kas that, uh, the that the Archgold's translation is despite everything in in Golis, his left hand supports my head and his right hand embraces me in support. So he quotes the Arizal who says that Takas that his that his left hand his left hand supports my head, uh, that is referring to the period of Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. And from Yom Kippur to Sukkot is V'yemineh to And Sukkot itself, that is, that is the, the uh, his right hand embraces me. So the period between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is Hashem's left hand because Dinim, we know that Gvura without getting into the Kabbalistic elements but Gvura, Din, things that are strict judgment, those come from the left hand and after Hashem uh, has, has forgiven us Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur that the, uh, and the, we purify ourselves which is the beginning of Simcha right? we, we did tshuva. that's the beginning of Simcha now now and and that came through brokenheartedness and serious uh, uh, alchets. We'd spent the day yesterday doing. Now uh, we we we, uh, we reveal pure pleasure and simcha, and that's zman simcha senu. We know sukkus is zman simcha senu. So now in this period of time after Yom Kippur, coming into Sukkot, that is the the eminoi Keni. Hashem is embracing us with His right hand, and He gives a mushel. He says that it, we, He gives an example, a parable. You have a father and a mother that the the child did something really bad, and they need to correct it. He did something really bad, and they have to really get him off this bad path, he's on a really bad path. So therefore, they pick up the the belt or the or the or the or the stick. In 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 the old days, that's the example he gives. Nowadays, they threaten him. They're going to take away his phone, or they're gonna, they're going to they're going to punish him severely, right? And he becomes very afraid, and he starts to cry, and he falls he falls under his his his, his He falls to their to their legs. He grabs their legs, and he begs them to forgive him, right? And he hugs them, and he kisses them, and he asks them to forgi- forgive them, and. Nevertheless, they still hold on to the stick. They still hold on to the threat of the punishment uh, until he really, really understands it, right? Because they realize that his initial apology and his initial hugging and kissing is really just because he, that he's afraid of punishment. But he doesn't really get the message yet, right? he doesn't really get the message but then he does real chuva. he says you know what I realize what you're telling me and I realize you're only looking for the for the best for me so then what do they do they put down the stick they put they, they take away the pub the punishment and they, they accept him and they and they embrace him back now they return the hug right so in the beginning even though they're letting him hug them and they're not actually hitting him with the punishment they're just threatening it but it's sort of a left-handed right they're pushing him away but now that they see that he's sincere that he's serious so now they bring him they bring him close right Right, which is the concept of the Gemara and Sota that the left hand pushes away and the right hand, the right hand brings brings close, right? Which uh, which uh, for those uh, from Hashiveh listening to this, you'll recognize the name of the uh, of the of the Sefer. Makariv biyamin. You bring close with the with the right hand. Okay. Now, what's what's the what's the example here on Rosh Hashanah? Kippur, Hashem picks up this the stick. Right. Picks up the stick to to strike us. We realize we're under threat of not having a good year, of being punished. Right. That's the dinim that we're under the cloud of. Right. And that is the Pesach in Yeshaya, Pereches Pesach Tessayin, Vayigba Hashem Tzvokos Bamishpat, Hashem picks up with judgment, right? Hashem threatens us. Hashem is, during Rosh Hashanah and and Yom Kippur, we're under the threat of dinim, of things not going the way we want them. Until, and we start off our tshuva, we know, like the child, we start off our tshuva, it's not 100% sincere, we're afraid of punishment. Until we return to Hashem, but then as we do tshuva, we realize that tshuva comes from a deeper place, that we want our relationship with Hashem. We want to be close to Hashem. It's not just that we're afraid of of the punishment, and then Hashem sets aside the punishment, and Hashem, uh, He Hashem brings us under His wings, at, which is the sukkah. We're going to come into the sukkah in a few days. That's the that's the that's the that's coming into the wings of Hashem, into Hashem's shade, into Hashem's protection. The sukkah is the embrace. We're under the the sukkah shalom of Hashem, as the, as as Chazal talk about, the psukim talk about, and Hashem is embracing us in the sukkah. And the Arizal says, the Arizal says that the the sukkah is, if you look at the sukkah, it's a hug. It's just like a father hugging his son with love. Uh, and his and when 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 a father hugs his son out of love, after let's say his son was under some kind of threat and now is saved, the father hugs him. He wraps him around in both of his in both of his arms, and we know that la halacha, a sukkah only really needs two walls and a little bit. The third one can, only, can even be just a tefach, a small amount. Right? So the two walls, the two full walls, that is the, the two arms of HaKadosh Baruch Hu embracing us, two, two outstretched arms embracing us. And the small extra, the small tefach of the third, that's just the hand that sort of closes in the hug. And that's, that's how the Arizal describes the sukkah. If we, we should think about that when we go into the sukkah on Sunday night and every day in the sukkah for the following seven, eight days. We should think about that, that this is, we're going into Hashem's hug. Hashem is literally hugging us. He's embracing us. And it's really all a mashal. The sukkah, yes, of course, we have the mitzvah of sukkah, but the sukkah is our embrace. There's, there's an embrace of, of Hashem around us. We're walking into Hashem's embrace after Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. We should think about this mashal. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, we did our tshuva, we came back. Hashem now is giving us this tremendous hug. This is the hug of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to us. This is this is the, So yes, we have to go through difficulty. Like we said before, it starts off as rain. There's a little bit of difficulty when we decide that we're going to reform our relationship with Hashem. But then we come to these days are uh, these, these these couple of busy days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, and then the actual the actual embrace of Hashem? We come into the embrace of Hashem. And we can think about that. I don't want to get into that now because that'll go very long. But the, the Arba Minim also, we know that the four Minim, the Lulav, the Esrig, the Hadassim, and the Arobas, represent different types of Jews, and they're all being tied together. We have to tie them together. Okay, at least three of them we tie together. The Esrig we bring together with our other hand. But when we go to the mitzvah of Lulav and Esrig, we're holding them all together. That also is, a, is an indication that Hashem is hugging all the Jewish people together. Those who had better years last year, those who didn't do what they were supposed to do last year are all represented in one embrace, all coming together to do the mitzvah uh, uh, to do the mitzvah together. And this is Hashem embracing all Jews. We all come into the sukkah. And in the sukkah, you know the famous part I think I've said it in past years that we, the sukkah is the only mitzvah that we come in with the mud with the muddy shoes, right? We we there are there, there the other mitzvah that we go in with our full body is the mikvah, but the mikvah we don't bring our shoes in. With the sukkah, Hashem says, come in with the mud, come in with all of the things that you haven't yet corrected, but show me that you want my embrace. Show me that you're getting the message that you want this relationship, and I embrace you and I embrace all of Klal Yisrael together. So with that, we should be able to transition from Rosh Hashanah Kippur, where we all, on some level, in whatever way we each did it, in whichever way we felt necessary in our life we made commitments to, to have a better relationship with Hashem this year and now we transition to that in the sukkah and we should appreciate that Hashem is hugging us that Hashem loves us even with the mud on our boots we can come into the sukkah Hashem loves us the way we are so long as we we want we want more out of our relationship there that's that's how much we have to do and even if it becomes difficult you know I, I realized that Roshani and Kippur I said I'm going to do these things I took on things but they feel a little bit difficult for me know that it will get easier it will transition from rain to 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 do, and it's going to be an amazing year. Everybody should have a a, 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 a get kvittel, as they say, and um, we we should we should all of the all of the great work that we've done over the last ten days should continue over the next four days till Sukkot, and then through Sukkot it should it should evolve into a development of a relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and we should feel Hashem's hug in our lives, not just when we're sitting in the sukkah, but every single day of our lives, and we should we should live in a new way of a relationship with Hashem in a in a, in a new relationship, and I wish every everybody a, a, a good year and a, a happy, a healthy sukis, And Amit Shem sure will pick this up after Yontif Amir Have a great Shabbos and a very, very beautiful Yontif.